Good morning, mamas. I'm trying something different. <laughs> this is Sakura Baez, your warfare strategist. I'm so excited to be doing something new. Let me know if you like it. Um, send me a message or make a comment on the podcast. But today we're going to be discussing freedom because we are free in Jesus and he whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And so with that, we're going to continue. Um, I'm going to pull up my notes real quick. I am not sitting in my pantry today, which is a relief to me. (laughs) Is it a relief to you? Are you having a good day? Well, I am so excited. We are in the final weeks of July and headed into August. Um, I don't know about you, but for my family, there is, there is a transition that is coming and it's inevitable, but it's going to be fun and it's going to be interesting and it's going to be different. And so what that looks like for our family is we're, we're transitioning a little bit. In the past, we've been doing virtual schooling. We have in the past, we've done homeschooling. We transitioned into virtual schooling because um, I added two more children <laughs> to my plate in the process of doing the traditional homeschooling. And so I thought virtual schooling might work for our family. And um, the opportunity in the place where I live currently is they have a wonderful private school for the children of um criminals or former criminals. And I happen to be a former criminal. Um, yes, that's true. I have a record. I have a past. I am a, a, a former felon. Um, and so God in all his grace and his mercy has rescued me out of that. Um, you can hear a little bit more about my testimony on Live Reignited um, with Jen Rivera. You can find her on YouTube um, as well as every other um, podcast platform. And so um, if you want to hear a little bit more about that, but because of my past, my children actually, you know how God turns everything around for our good, right? And so um, because of my past, my children get to go to private school for free. And so that is just the goodness of God and his mercy and his grace that endures forever. Um, and so uh, I'm excited that my two youngest boys will be, um, or sorry, not my two youngest boys, because I have a baby that he, obviously he's clearly not old enough to go to school, but my six-year-old and my 10-year-old son are both going to get to go to school this year, um, in a brick and mortar building. And that will be amazing for me because that will free up some of my time and knowing that they're in a very small classroom, with and getting that one-on-one intention from people who are excellent in teaching um, frees up some of my time in some ways. Um, I still have to balance um, having a one and a half year old and making sure he's getting plenty of time and attention. And then of course, my two daughters, one being 15 and one being 13, will be doing the virtual schooling and we will see what happens there. Um, The 15 year old, I'm quite confident and her ability to um, go through the scaling. However, my 13-year-old, uh, or soon to be 13-year-old, um, we're we're feeling that out. We may have to go back to traditional homeschooling, um, 
and we will know for sure within the next month or two. So with being true to that freedom word, right, it is a time to just be transparent and also to be adaptable in the situation and the circumstances. And so with that being said, I want to bring your attention to the fact on God's calendar, we are moving into the month of Av. And uh, with that, we will be talking, you will be hearing, and sometimes it will be a struggle to hear the voice of God. And so the enemy is doing his best to distract you. The enemy is doing his best to get into your mind traffic, which we have, we've talked about a little bit about mind traffic. We've talked a little bit about having boundaries. And so today, today we're going to, um, we're going to, and we jumped in June, right? And so, um, now we're going to talk about freedom. And some of the things that are important, needed, and necessary. So we're going to recap on some of the things that we've already learned. And we know that it is crucial to maintain a sense of individual identity and self-worth apart from our roles as caregivers. Because you are still a person, right? You still have needs. There are still desires of your heart. And so sometimes we have to step outside of things. And for me, that meant sacrificing what um, I considered ideal so that I could provide for my family. So balancing what I call the M4, which would be um, marketplace, ministry, motherhood, and marriage, and, um, and, and figuring out what works best for me. What works best for me might not work best for you. However, I'm sharing my journey of freedom and becoming who God has called me to be in this, in this season, because I feel like I am called to be a pioneer and a forerunner for those around me. And so I am embracing that, that individual identity that God has given me, the self-worth that he has placed inside of me. And I am confident of my calling in the name of Jesus Christ. No one can do the things that God has called me to do. I am an unrepeatable miracle and so are you. And so embracing your unique qualities, your unique gifts that enable you to be more balanced, more confident, and more effective in your motherhood journey. And so you find in Psalm 139, 14, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, which means you are wonderful, right? My soul knows it very well. Does your soul know that you are wonderfully made? Does your soul know that you are an image bearer of the most high guy? Does your soul know that you were created in the image of the one true God? I want you today to take a moment to walk in the freedom of recognizing your worth. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God and you will, you inherit value and purpose. Remember this truth can strengthen your confidence and your self-esteem. You are a son, you are a daughter in this particular instance, and you have the ability to tap into that inheritance of um, all that God is right. And who he's created you to be. And, and wants you to have the freedom to cultivate your passions, pursue your hobbies, your interests, and your skills that align with your passions. Take time and enable yourself to recharge and enrich your sense of identity. Invite your children into the process. For me, I love being creative. I love, um, making art and things of that nature. And so 
I help cultivate that passion within myself by inviting my children to get messy with me and us making art together. In fact, there's a huge picture in my living room that we all did a pour paint together. Um, it was on a cold winter day. There was snow outside. It, there actually, if I remember correctly, it was an ice storm to be exact. And so nobody went anywhere. And so we got this huge, um, canvas and we all poured paint on it and that canvas is hanging in my living room and it's amazing you know so many people come in and they go I love that you did that that you did that with your children so and it really is a reflection of motherhood mess right because my kids were all different ages and stages at the time and I allowed them and invited them into that creative moment when there was nothing there was nothing else going on. There was nothing else to do outside of us just being together. So embracing that moment and inviting them into to the chaos, right? And to make a masterpiece of the mess, right? And so in that masterpiece of the mess, it hangs in our living room. And so we can reflect on that on a regular basis, how we came together in the mess to make a masterpiece. Amen. Amen. And I want you to know that you have the freedom to prioritize your own self-care. Practicing self-care allows you to meet your own, to, to meet some needs that you have, right? Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, spiritually, so you can better serve your family. That might look like getting up a little earlier so that you can spend some time with Jesus. Because I know, I don't know about you, but I know that if I don't have my Jesus time, it kind of sets my whole day off on the wrong foot. But if I have my Jesus time, even if I'm a little more tired because I didn't sleep in as much as I might would like to, just having those few moments sitting with the Father, and and it doesn't have to be a long, extensive, drawn-out thing. It's just inviting Jesus into the mo that very starting moment of the day and saying, this is all about you. I can't do this without you. You're, you are my focal point for the day, and without you, I am nothing. But with you, I can do all things, right? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So in the midst of the motherhood demands, finding the right balance between family responsibilities, personal needs is so vital. And so again, setting those healthy boundaries and helping to ensure that you can navigate freedom for within your role as a mother and having those boundaries in place helps you navigate that freedom. We see in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden. How many of you know in motherhood, sometimes we feel like we have labored. I know last night I actually was driving around at midnight as my one and a half year old was just screaming at the top of his lungs. He did not want to go to sleep. <laughs> and I was feeling very exhausted and heavy laden. And it was all I could do that was to speak in tongues and pray over him um, and, and that God would give him rest. And so in this verse, we see, come to me, all who are labor, who all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so as I surrendered my son, I did find that as even as he was crying and, and throwing a tantrum because he didn't want to be in his car seat, um, inviting God into that mess, inviting Jesus presence into the mess and saying, God, I don't know what's wrong with my son, but you do. May he have an encounter with you. I don't know what he needs, but you do. 
and admitting that and that I don't have all the answers all of the time. Um, so seeking God for guidance in those moments and entrusting the burdens to him because he why? Um, I believe it's in first Peter five, seven, cast all your cares upon him because he cares about you. He's a good father. He loves you. The things that matter to you matter to him. So ultimately my son, um, he's been entrusted to me, right? And I steward him, right? I steward and I, I, I groom him for success in this life. And so ultimately when I don't know what's wrong with him, God absolutely does. So I can entrust God with taking care of my son, even when he sits in the back of the seat and is crying. Right. And I don't know why. So seeking his wisdom on how to structure my time and set my priorities according to his will. That's why I feel like that first part of the day, when you first wake up, it's really important that you invite God into those moments. Even if you have to take a shower and and talk to God in the process, right? If you're sitting in the car, taking your kids to school, invite God into your car as you take your children to school and say, Hey, I need you to help me structure my time and set my priorities, especially If you, like I said, if you're doing the M4 where you've got ministry marketplace and and marriage and motherhood all on the same board, no matter what you, what you've got in front of you, making sure that your, your time and your priorities are in order of importance and that you don't get um, distracted by the shenanigans of the enemy, right? Because the enemy will want you to get caught up caught up in the chaos and the craziness and condemn you, right? And that's not your portion. So setting clear boundaries and learning to say no to certain activities or commitments that can overwhelm your schedule. Prioritize what aligns your values and your responsibilities. Um, it's okay for you to say no, mama. And no can be a complete sentence. You don't have to explain to anyone, including your children, um, why you are saying no, sometimes it can just be like for your own sanity, you're not adding one more thing to your plate. And so create designated family time, set aside quality time with your family and establish routines that foster a sense of stability and security for both you and your children. It is okay to take a day of rest. In fact, it's imperative that you take a day of rest, figure out what your quote unquote Shabbat looks like. Shabbat is a day of rest. When God created the earth, he also had a day of Shabbat, which was the seventh day where he rested. So some people celebrate the Sabbath or Shabbat on Sunday. Um, for our family, we celebrate it on Saturday because we get a, caught up in the busyness of Sunday of going to church and and actually cleaning the house. And so Saturday is our Shabbat day. That is our day of rest. So I encourage you to find a day of Shabbat for you and your family. Um, so then the last point is guilt and pursuit of perfection can weigh heavily on mothers, hindering their sense of freedom. Accepting imperfection and, and extending grace to yourself enables you to embrace the joy of motherhood. How many of you know that it is important for you to embrace your place, right? Embrace your place in grace. (laughs) So, and that means it's okay that you're imperfect. God knew you were imperfect 
and he loved you anyway, right? In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, we find it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness. And therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Mama, it's okay to, to have moments of weakness. And it's okay to be vulnerable and say, You know what? I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know how, what the right answer is, but I trust in you, Father God, and I will stand in faith, and I will stay steadfast to what you have called me to, which is raising these children to the best of my ability. And obviously, you saw me as a good steward, and you wanted to bless me, because children are a blessing and not a burden, in Jesus' name, right? And so, th- when when it feels like it's a burden, it's time to go back to Jesus and say, help me to see them as a blessing, Father God, my, my vision. Vision is not quite what it should be. Maybe there's some heart work that needs to be done in, in, in looking at some root systems, some things, some uh, things that would keep you from seeing clearly the gift that your children are, right? Even amongst the chaos. And so understand that no one is a perfect mother and it's okay to make mistakes. Embrace God's grace and allow it to work through your weaknesses. And even coming to your children and saying, you know what? I screwed up. I, I yelled at you and I shouldn't have. I, I got into a position of fear and control and I shouldn't have. And, and I apologize. I dishonored your father um, by the way that I spoke about him. Will you please forgive me? Um, I'm, uh, you know, and I, I will do better right? And then submitting yourself to God. Practice self-compassion. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding you would offer to a friend facing the same challenges in motherhood. Um, Sometimes we have a difficult time practicing that self-compassion. We're so hard on ourselves and God's like, you've already disciplined yourself. You've already cast yourself down. You've already condemned yourself. Would you stop that? And so the answer is yes, Father God. I know that if you can have grace on me, I can have grace on myself. And um and making sure that I don't compare my journey with other people's journey because I'm ready, raising a whole different set of soldiers, right? I'm holding I I'm I represent a different a different facet of the community. I hold a different um part of the kingdom within me. And so I may be raising you know, warriors, I may be raising watchmen, I may be raising a combination of both, I may be raising exhorters, I may be raising worshipers. And and like I said, every person's journey is different. And so you cannot get into that comparison game because it will leave you defeated and retreated, right? Rather than focusing and moving forward. And so that brings us to our last point, which is to focus on the bigger picture. Remember that motherhood is a journey and each phase, sorry, each phase presents unique opportunities for growth and learning. Celebrate the victories along the way, even the small victories. Um, when you embrace and let go of the guilt of comparison, you can navigate the path to freedom with God's guidance and strength. Strength. It is so important to maintain your sense of freedom and purpose and celebrating those small victories, making the big deal out of the, the little things, you know, when your children help put the, put the groceries away or even bring them into the house. Um, or they do their chores without asking, or they help put things away. Um, really emphasizing 
and encouraging them in those behaviors will make the journey and freedom so much easier and so much better. Remember, we give out of the abundance of our own heart. So if we are giving of anger and frustration and overwhelm, maybe it's time for us to get before the Lord and say, why am I feeling frustrated? Why am I feeling overwhelmed? Why am I feeling this way, the depressed and suppressed and oppressed, right? Um, have I opened a door to the enemy in some sort of way by being ungrateful? And how can I get into a place of gratitude so that I can change my attitude, right? And so I just want to encourage you, Mama, to walk in freedom this month. Don't get distracted by the voice of the enemy. Don't get distracted by the voice um, of guilt in comparison. Don't get distracted by all those voices that would try to con- consume and confuse you into a place where you, you're not understanding who you're called to be. Know that you're walking, you're stewarding the best of your ability and you're making progress and not perfection. And in this, you are actually setting yourself up for eternal rewards in heaven. You're setting your children up for eternal rewards and you're passing down a legacy and a dynasty of discipline and wealth and great amounts of abundance and prosperity to your children because they will never have to go through what you have gone through and you are setting them up for success, right? In Jesus name, you're setting them up to know that they are worthy and you're doing that by making them a priority in your life and emphasizing the fact that they are a blessing and not a burden. And so with that, I want to pray for you, dear heavenly father. I thank you for every woman that listens to this broadcast. I thank you that they would know that they are blessed and not stressed. And I thank you, father God, that they can be transparent, that they can so they can surrender their anger and their frustration and their anything else that they have going on, their marriage, their ministry, their, their businesses, Father God, even, even their motherhood to you, Father God, and they can lay it down on your feet so that they can walk in acceleration of what you have for them, Father God, that you can add minutes to their day, Father God, that you can make what you know, takes most people, you know, days and years to do, you can have it happen in moments. And so I thank you for all the God for that to happen for everyone on this broadcast in Jesus mighty name. And with that, I just bless you. I know I want you to know before we head out that the kingdom of God is advancing and you are part of that kingdom and you play a special and unique part of that advancement. Glory to God. Have a blessed day.